0: RC's dancing.
1: Is anybody joining me? She's a little
0: she's usually a little more active than she is right now. You feeling
1: okay? <laughs> Actually my allergies are kicking my butt.
0: Gotcha. Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Eganbotham. I'm joined as always by Leo Yamas.
2: What's up, Gunslingers posse?
0: RC Woods.
1: Hello beautiful fans.
0: You're listening to a podcast about football. You're That's listening right. to a podcast about football in Texas. You're listening to a fo- podcast about football. In San Antonio, Texas, you're listening to a podcast about football in San Antonio, Texas, generally centered around the San Antonio gunslingers of the National Arena League. Oh, and five. That sounds horrible. San Antonio gunslingers
2: of the National Arena League. Ouch. This last one really hurt. It did. It did.
0: We were close. In fact, we've, we've titled this episode, Missed It by That Much. Um,
2: because that's kind of how it felt Two seconds, three sec- three seconds um, We don't
1: really know how many seconds <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we really don't know
2: Or, or we was it 20 minutes?
1: <laughs> I know, we don't know
3: <laughs>
2: We weren't in the uh,
0: stadium, so it's kind of hard for us to tell But we're going to talk about all of that uh, If you want to get in touch with the show There's a bunch of ways to do that We have Twitter mm-hmm. We have, uh, Facebook is probably our primary Communication tool Yep um, But we also have an email all of that you can find us at smoking guns pods smoking no g guns with a Z, P O D. um that's at gmail.com or on your social media sites uh it's just at smoking guns pod uh we are live on facebook tonight i don't know if we're gonna be live the whole time the whole show we hadn't really decided but we're live right now so you'll hear us uh talk and chat with some people Julian Mason checking in, saying "Woohoo! Can't wait to hear the squad reveal." That's because Julian is the one running the,
1: the show. Yeah, the
0: show for the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get to all of that as we uh, as we walk through the show, but we really kind of have to start out um, with Friday night in Jacksonville. The uh, the Gunslingers, uh, Leo. Am I right to say played probably their best game of the season?
2: Uh, yeah, probably. I, I would, I would agree with that. Um, at least offensively for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and we're going to break down the chasm between the offense and defense at some point today, but
1: they look good. Uh, they,
0: they held their own. They were competitive against a team that beat the uh, unquestioned best team in the league the week before. Um Jacksonville beat Carolina, the Carolina Cobras yep. the week before. New quarterback. Um yeah, Arvell Nelson, the new quarterback for the Sharks, looks sharp. Looks really sharp. Yeah. And he looked great against that in that game against Carolina and he looks great uh again against the Gunslingers. Um and the Gunslingers play a great game, but end up coming up short, seventy two to sixty six. Is that
3: right?
2: Uh, let's see it was close so they were up by one point and then they scored with three seconds left that touchdown to get six so they lost by five. yeah or 67, uh, 67 to 72 67 to 72 yeah sixty-seven,
0: five 72 five point loss it hurt. in, in it hurt. Jacksonville uh game that they led a lot of early mm-hmm And then it became a back-and-forth kind of thing. And you just got the feeling – I think by halftime you got the feeling that whatever team has the ball last is going to win this game, and that's exactly how it ended up. Yep. Um, Jacksonville had the – and props to Jacksonville. uh, Their clock management at the end. And we're going to talk about the clock management on the feed because that's all we saw. We Mm -hmm. weren't in the stadium. I've talked to some people that were in the stadium uh, or heard from some people in the stadium, and they said – it was on the level like the clock was handled properly as far as the stadium was inside the stadium was concerned. So I'm not sure if the clock issues that we noticed out at the watch party that some of you guys noticed as you were watching at home, uh, wasn't just presentation issues more than, uh, actual clock, actual home cooking for the, the sharks. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, ultimately the last team that held, held the ball, had the ball, uh, won the game and, Jacksonville kind of did a really great job of managing that clock to not give the gunslingers an opportunity because all the gunslingers needed would have been a a possession, a a two- or three-play possession. Um, And they had showed – both teams showed all night long that if you give me the ball, I can score with it. True.
2: Yeah, neither team was stopping the other all night. Yeah, Quinton
0: (laughs) – Coach Q, checking in, said the clock going to 20 seconds anytime a timeout was called near the end. It
2: wasn't 20 seconds,
0: sir. It was 20
2: minutes. 20 minutes between every play, yeah. Uh, totally confusing.
0: It was very confusing. It was hard to keep a track of the clock um, if you were watching the game on the feed or if you want to go back and watch it now. What you'll see happen is uh, anytime the clock stops, for whatever reason, on the feed, uh, they started the clock a 20-minute clock. Um, so is there five seconds? Is there three seconds? I don't know, because as soon as the play stopped and the clock stopped, they started this 20 minute clock. So I don't know what, uh, the time really looks like. It certainly felt like right down near the end of the game. Uh, there was a play run at five seconds. It got down to three seconds and it was an incomplete pass. But then the next play, the Jacksonville sharks run a play and it is an incomplete pass in the end zone. And I look back at the clock, and there's still three seconds on the, the clock.
2: That That's the thing. Okay. I
0: don't understand how they ran a play without burning any time off the clock.
2: Well, I, I think they went and reviewed that, right? And then the refs came back after reviewing it and said, put two seconds on the clock. But when you think of that just logically um, in the real world, the ball gets snapped, the quarterback – takes at, at least you know a, a step a drop back and it's you know more than likely more than one step um he has to wind up his throw you know to, to throw the ball to the receiver there's the time of the ball delivery and then the receiver actually making the attempt to make the catch there were three seconds when the left on the clock when that ball was snapped you're telling me that all of that happened and only one second was burned off? Well, no,
0: and obviously no that can't happen. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it goes back to the old uh, the rule in the NBA, which I know Spurs fans are uh, absolutely familiar with a four-tenths of a second, right? Isn't that it? Four-tenths of a second to, yeah. catch, to catch and shoot? Mm-hmm. Like you have to have at least four-tenths of a second to catch and shoot um, if the ball's coming in from out of bounds. So anything under that, and you cannot complete a play, Um, and that was that was a big thing in the playoffs against the Lakers once for the Spurs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, We don't need to talk about that. We're We're talking about this past weekend. We going not have to go behind. (laughs) In the same way, like there can't be a play run and no time click off the clock. Now, could there have been two seconds? And leaving one second on the clock and allowing the final play that would have been the or that was the touchdown play. It's hard um, for
2: me to even swallow two seconds. That's 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 a lot to happen in two seconds. I am of the belief that the that should have been ball game right there. But I can understand putting the one second on the clock, two seconds as you're saying. Um, yeah, that's tough to swallow.
0: It it's it's, and I said something about it on um, our Facebook page uh, griping about the clock a little bit. And, and I made it clear that this could just be a presentation issue and somebody, and I believe it was Todd Mintz, Todd Mintz of inside the arena with his 66 yard, um, show that he does on after games we want to make sure we give him his due. His props. Um, apparently, we've been leaving him out, and we don't want to do that. He covers yeah. all the games. Uh, he yes. covers all kinds of indoor football and all kinds of things that happen in arena. I think he does some WNBA stuff. Yep. Um, Very I, knowledgeable man. Yeah, he's he's he he's gets, been around. He gets the information. He's been watching the game for thirty mm-hmm. years. He's. Uh, we don't mean to slight Todd at all. If we've ever done that, uh, I feel like we haven't. But
1: here's a heart for Todd.
0: Anyway. Um, but uh, Todd Mintz said something along the lines of, uh, you know, he he believed everything was on the level. And I said, you know, it probably was. But from our vantage point, sitting in uh, Native Grill and Wings or whatever that was. It didn't would, look that
2: way. It, native Wings and Grill. Wings mm-hmm.
0: and Grill. It was real hard to keep track of the time on the clock. True. And know what was happening. And I said something along the lines of, in this at this level, because he mentioned, what about the clock last year in the Rose Palace, where we had no idea what the clock was doing, and I was like, "Look,
2: yeah, I'll be That's the first true. person to tell you that was rough. Yeah. That was Admittedly. awful. Yeah. Like, we didn't true. like
0: that at all, and we were the ones presenting the game. But this is not that level. Like mm-hmm. this is not AAL football.
2: No, you keep things at that level. You're you're not even in this league. Yeah, you. Right. Um, yeah, we're up.
0: so we're we're up at a at a larger level a league that would like to see themselves as, you know, one rung down from spring league football as far as the USFL and XFL. I've seen some tiered uh, things coming out lately in the uh, NAL and CIF are both slotted in right under the, what, what will be the XFL and USFL branch of that tiered system. Well, if that's the kind of league that we think we're in, I, as a person watching in San Antonio, should be able to trust the presentation of the clock. True. Yep. On on the the broadcast. So and I know totally that's hard. Great. I know that's difficult. And I would not be upset. And I'm not upset. I'm not mad and screaming and yelling. But I would not be upset if it happened one time. If the clock jumped to 20 minutes one time <laughs> during a timeout, I'd have been like, well, that, that happens. Like, stuff happens. I right. get it. For it to happen four, five, six times... I'm In so that fun. last minute of play um, was very frustrating, mm-hmm. very hard to watch, and it made us at the watch party feel like something is... Isn't right. Isn't yeah. right. Something is wrong. If, I, it probably wasn't. Yeah.
2: Right. You still feel that way. Yeah. Because it's it's so confusing to just see that every single time between every single play.
0: Well, and and every, I, I think everybody... <laughs> I think everybody watches football like I do. No, maybe they don't. Um, But I watch the play, and then I look down and check the clock. But it doesn't really register. And so a few minutes later, a few seconds later, as they begin to huddle up, I start thinking, okay, what do you do with the time you have left? So I look down at the clock again. What I saw when the play ended may not necessarily be in my brain anymore. I may not have cataloged that information. Now I'm thinking about, do I have one play left? Do I have two plays left? What do you have left? Well, when I look down and it's three seconds, okay. Uh, when I look down a few seconds later as they begin to huddle up and it's, 20, it's 19 minutes and 56 seconds, I'm like, I, I don't know what to do with this. I can't, right. I can't use this information. This mm-hmm. is not something that helps.
1: It doesn't comprehend in the brain. So,
2: speaking of Todd, Todd Mintz yeah, check comes in. on. Yeah. Hello, mm-hmm.
1: Todd. You miss my heart.
0: I think he might have caught it. Oh, okay. Uh, He says he saw that the quarterback call a timeout at 23 seconds, and then they put it back to 28. That was his concern more than anything. The last play did not take more than two seconds, in his opinion. That's your opinion. Uh, I I think the second-to-last play, which is the one that we were really discussing there. um, I think you might have had a second on the clock. I'm, I'm with Leo. I can't imagine all of the things that happened in that being one second, two seconds, one second or two seconds. It might've been, I don't know. Um, as far as your quarterback, uh, calling timeout at 23 and then they go back and put time on the clock. Leo and I were talking about this just before we came on. And, uh, I gotta tell you that doesn't bother me a lot because I've seen that kind of stuff happen all the time where Somebody calls a timeout and says, no, no, I was trying to call a timeout earlier. Mm -hmm. And they put some extra time on the clock. That is what it is. I've seen that happen enough in professional sports on all levels and in all sports other than baseball because there's no clock. um, Where they say, no, no, reset the game clock to such and such time. Like that happens. Um, So that five seconds stinks because it would have been the difference between winning and losing, um, you would think. But uh, I, I well, understand those things happen, where they say, you know, I was calling a timeout a second ago, and you didn't get to it, or we signaled for the timeout, and the didn't guy didn't it. hit the button right. to we stop the clock it. when he should have put some extra time on the game clock. That stuff happens.
2: Yeah, and and on that on that note, so something I I like to add or like to say. You know, they say football is a game of inches, and it doesn't matter what kind of football you're playing. That's 100% true. Absolutely. Um, I think what we're learning here, especially with arena football, is it's also a game of seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fractions of, you know, uh, 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 as far as time, seconds. And I think that applies more so in arena football than your your traditional flavor of football. Uh, because it's such a fast game. And so those seconds had a really large impact on this game. Uh, we're talking about discrepancies, you know, between when a, a timeout was called or how long a, a play could have taken, you know, from the snap to the delivery of the ball. Um, some of those things would be much easier for us to accept or understand had the 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 time, the clock on the broadcast not been so wonky. So that makes it, you know, a little bit difficult for us watching on the broadcast, especially as Gunslinger fans, thinking we might get our first win on the road here against a quality team. Man, it felt like it was time. Yeah, it was really, really time. But with that said, we don't want to use too many excuses here or or rely on that or say, you know, we were cheated. There were a lot of things that could have been done differently that might have helped our cause. Talking about seconds and talking about calling timeouts, Earlier on that drive when we were still at uh, close to 30 seconds or maybe a little over 30 seconds between plays, and Jacksonville was taking their time between plays. They were burning clock. They were burning clock. You mentioned earlier clock management. You know they, they did a very smart job there. There was one time in particular where we were thinking, okay, we know exactly what Jacksonville is doing now. And of course, of course, you know I'm not questioning Coach Shaw at all. He didn't know what was happening. No, he knows what's going yeah. on. What we our
0: question was
2: why it takes so long to take that timeout.
0: There was about 12 seconds that ran off yes. the clock that, that the gunslingers didn't take a timeout, and Jacksonville wasn't going to. Right. No. Yeah. They they were going to burn that time. So I know I, I'm not questioning his decision making. I'm just wondering. What his line of thought was. Yeah, why it took so long. I, I know to do there that. was one, and I, I understand he was doing something. I just I was on a different wavelength, and that's fine. That happens. Um, the other thing I would point out is we can talk about uh, five extra seconds on a timeout that got added that we don't think should be added, or a clock that didn't run on a play on uh, the second to the last play. We can talk about all those things and go, "Gosh, we were that close. Yeah, we could have won the game." You were that close, and you could have won a game, and it shouldn't have come down to the clock because one defensive stop more than we had, one and we stop. win that game. Like, the defense was – and I'm sorry. I know the players listening, and I know the coaches listening, and I know fans are listening. The defense was awful.
2: Yes, very On bad. both sides
0: of the ball. Uh, Jacksonville didn't look a whole lot better than we did. No. But our defense what, – what bothers me about this is the defense was the um, – kind of the flag bearer it was the most uh potent part of our team last year was our defense yes Yes. and Mm -hmm. it has been not that this year no absolutely no it's been and and this game really kind of showed it out because the offense did everything you asked them to do uh for the most part they're they're was one time that we got the ball on their, their weird onside kicks that they were doing where they just mm-hmm. are so afraid of Kali Rashad that they will yes. give it to us on the 10-yard line mm-hmm. instead of kick it to Kali Rashad. I, and uh, there was one time we got that ball and did not punch it in. We ended up taking a field goal, but we got the field goal because we got a kicker that oh, that's yeah. kicking Yay. great.
2: Great addition with the kicker. Yeah, um,
0: But we took a field goal instead of scoring a touchdown. That hurt. I mean, they just did. Um, To get the ball on the 10- or 15-yard line and not be able to punch it in
2: in four plays, uh, yeah, that hurts. Coach Q brought up that point exactly in his comment here. And, you know, having those red zone possessions and not coming away with touchdowns, they hurt. It it felt good to see us come away with with, uh, field goals. I think we finally had um, our questions at the kicking position answered with uh, Drew Pearson. He came in. And for you know being his first game with the team, I think he this did an amazing job. And it looks like he has the leg where he can even uh, maybe start getting some deuces for us. I think he tried. Ooh, once man, that would be nice in, in this game. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see that there. But yes, uh, six is always better than three. And we had a couple possessions where we didn't we didn't come away with six, um, and that could have uh, been the difference as well. Would have been the difference. Um, but yeah, going back to the defense, I mean the gunslingers didn't have a stop the entire game other than the one interception uh, which which they were able to convert on and we got I think we got a field goal out of that interception. Yeah, so but other than that there were there were no defensive stops. You could say the same for the other team as well, but this is, a, this is a pattern that we've seen developed by the gunslingers since the beginning of the season where we're, we're not getting the stops uh, that they need.
1: Well, one thing I noticed that aggravated me was when the referees take their time out, that really stops the momentum of the game. And it's like too long, I think.
0: Well, and that's been an issue uh, mm-hmm. last year with the AAL. It was worse, much worse.
2: Yeah, way
1: worse. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it, it is still something that if I get the ear of the commissioner ever again, and I've already mentioned it to him once, um, pace of play is an issue in this league. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's just something wrong with the pace of play. Uh, there are too many times that things stop down and momentum just gets robbed from one team or the other. True. And it, you can say it happens to the gunslingers, but it happened to the Sharks too. Um, there were times that, that momentum just gets robbed out of things. Mm-hmm. And the commissioner, I'm sure, anybody that knows football, and the commissioner does, he's commissioner of Lee, um, will tell you that that's not a good look. Like that's Mm-mm. not what we want to see. We want to see – um Plays. pace of play get. We want players, yeah, mm. we want to see this. I, arena football games should not take, I don't remember what this was three hours and 23 minutes. Yeah, or something like that hours. was the feed. Um, arena football games shouldn't take that much time. No, they really shouldn't. Um, and a lot of that is due to officials who are right. still having trouble with pace of play issues. And we'll see because now we're coming back to San Antonio this week, Yay! yeah, they're gonna be home. Um, Finally, uh, home game. Yeah. I these know. officials have been the worst in the league. Can I say
2: that? Sure The home officials?
0: Our San Antonio I mean, officials have yeah, been the worst. we can in say the what league. we want. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, certainly on the pace of play side of things. Uh, they are. I don't think that they've. I, there has not been either of the first two games that we played here at home that I thought they were unfair to the gunslingers. I thought they were inept on both sides of the ball. True. Yeah. And, and, and could not control the pace of play the way I would like to see it done. Um, so it's, I'm not blaming the refs for two gunslingers' losses. I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who tries never to blame the refs. Like, if you leave it in the refs' hands, you deserve what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, play the game well enough that you take it out of the refs' hands, and you, you know. Right. If you get down to the last play of the game like we did here, and you lose the game, You can say it's clock, man, you know, the clock was messed up or the refs weren't fair or this or that. But if you got one more defensive stop or two, I mean, that's not asking a lot. Two defensive stops is not asking a whole lot. Right. And you get two defensive stops and and you take those refs and that clock completely out of the game. It doesn't matter anymore. It is what it is. Uh, Coach Q, uh, if you allow the refs – Hold on, I'm trying to read. You can't read it. I'm trying to read, and I don't believe in talking to the refs unless I really need to. We've had that discussion before. Yeah. Um, It is what it is. And to his credit, on this road trip, I have seen now. I have been in the stadium uh, side by side with him like I have been here in San Antonio. But on the road trip, I saw a lot less. I would agree. Of Coach Mm -hmm. Shaw uh, spending time with the refs. Um, which is something that I was critical of mm-hmm. after the second game of the season, after that Columbus game, I said, man, control the things you can control and the yep. refs aren't one of them. Um, just spend more time with your team, coach your guys up. And I'm not saying um, I'm not the kind of guy that goes "And Fred, listen to me. And he's doing, like, I don't, I don't know that he listened to me or paid any attention to me, um, but I've seen less of that. And I like that.
1: Like That's good.
0: do what you can do. And, Hey, part of it may be that the refs are just better. They're not as inept as our San Antonio refs. We'll find out.
1: We'll find out on Saturday.
0: Uh, Todd Mintz, we keep mixing and matching combos on defense. Uh, Yeah, we do uh, because nothing seems to be working. (laughs) Um, I have heard that we should see a defensive back and a fairly solid defensive back, and I don't have a name for you. I wish I did. Coming off of the IR for the San Antonio gunslingers, for this game against Albany that will be helpful um, if it is somebody that is a defensive specialist and a defensive back um, it, but really and guys I, I know the players listen I'm not trying to get on you guys but it's not just one part of the defense that's not working like the whole defense is not working we, we we're having trouble covering part of that I chalk up to Ironman yep. football. Like, everybody has a little and bit of trouble. trouble in right. yep. mm-hmm. Um, Because you got wide receivers that aren't used to playing defensive backs, um, defensive back positions. And so it just gets difficult. We have some um, really good defensive plays, but on a whole, the defensive backs. But even pressure on the quarterback. Like, there were – we talked about this a little bit before we started. There were a couple of times that Leo and I are just looking at each other
3: in All the midst day. of the
0: play and going – you can't give any quarterback that time, and certainly not uh, this Turner guy. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turner? Uh, the, Nelson? Nelson? Nelson. There yeah. you go, Nelson. It seemed like uh, he Arville had
2: Nelson, you can't give him that time. All day back there on on some critical plays even, you know, on that were third and fourth down plays. And he just was standing back there just surveying the field and seemed to have as much time as he wants to, to find the open man. You just can't. You can't give a quarterback that much time. No. Um,
0: I I guarantee you give Robert Kent that kind of time, and he's going to find the open guy because there is a guy open on every play. Um, And that's certainly true of this Ironman football we've seen. But that's true of any football, Um, even the best in the the NFL. If you give any quarterback in the NFL enough time, there's a guy that's open, and he's going to find him. Um so you do that in this league. You give him that kind of you give Robert Kent that kind of time, he's gonna pull you apart. He's gonna absolutely wreck you. Um and that's true of Arvell uh Nelson
2: too. Yep, see a comment down here. Number eight needed to be Jack, maybe. Uh and
0: well, let's talk about the guy that made that comment. Yeah,
2: Cody we
0: got Cody Brooks checking
2: in, and hey, if Cody. that's
0: a name that you're familiar with, then you're a Gunslingers fan because he yes. has been a huge part of the Gunslingers defense, but he is not a part of the Gunslingers defense anymore. No. Uh, Cody has stepped away. His decision, my understanding, um, based on a conversation that I had with him, he's got some other opportunities that he's got to stay healthy and get ready for. We mm-hmm. wish him all the luck um, on that. Some, some really good opportunities, some Tons opportunities that uh, – Listen for the name Cody Brooks in some other um, areas of football. If you're a football fan, just keep your ears open. My guess is you're going to hear about Cody Brooks uh, in some other areas. Yep. But uh, he's got to stay healthy for that, and he's doing his personal training. hmm And uh, that's starting to take off on him, and so it, it's, it's offering him an opportunity to take care of himself uh, financially in a way that football at this time wasn't. So he made the decision to, uh, a tough decision, a decision he probably didn't like, to um, step back and uh, step away from the gunslingers, which uh, he's been a part of it since the beginning.
2: Yeah, yeah, not a small loss by any means. No, it's a big it's loss huge. to that defense it's for huge. sure. But
1: big part of the team.
2: We get it, as fans. We get it. We're fans. Uh, we're Cody Brooks fans, well, not, not just gunslinger fans. So,
0: and I don't think there's any point uh, from the beginning of this whole thing when we started training camp for that first season uh, that we've looked at Cody and said, well indoor arena football in the aal or nal that's as far as that guy's gonna go
3: oh no um
0: i think that he has uh the skills the talent the athleticism to take himself further the passion and uh and the passion yeah and we're gonna he's gonna get an opportunity to do that it looks like and we're excited for him he's still
1: his fans um,
2: yeah i'll say this uh philip has on this show one time before only one time said that about a player as far as expectations of going to the next level. And that player is now in the National Football League and uh, re signed his contract. So, uh, not saying, you know, not making any comparisons or anything. I'm just saying, Philip has only made that comment about two players. Okay. Who was that guy? Because <laughs> who did I say that about? You said that about uh, the uh, holder for the current uh, uh, long snapper for the Detroit Lions? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott, Scott. Scott uh, Daly. Daly. Scott Daly. And he is. He's in the NFL. And That's right. uh, God, I wish he was a cowboy. But hey, uh, he's <laughs> playing for Detroit
2: right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Re upped with Detroit after uh, taking the place of whoa, whoa, a whoa. legend. Bearing in the
0: lead here, Todd Mintz. Todd Mintz says, Cody. Try out for my Broncos.
2: Is Heck Todd yeah. a Broncos
0: fan? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yes. I thought he knew something about football. Guys no, who I'm know just, stuff about
2: football you. are Bronco fans, obviously. Oh, uh, here we
0: go. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Hey, the Broncos are getting sold. You knew that, but did you hear the latest?
2: Yeah, uh, all trying to get Peyton Manning into their camps.
0: Well, uh, apparently, read an article today, um, while the NFL will not confirm it, it looks like the Waltons. Oh, I'm not surprised by that at all. Are going to be buying the Broncos for
2: 4.5 billion dollars. Wow! So my my bid came in in a, little, a, little, a short. little short. Apparently,
0: came in a little short.
2: Dang it! Well, maybe she they'll died. take me in as a as a uh, small partner.
0: But that means you got to start shopping at Walmart all the time. Uh, mm. Like that's your team. That's your guys.
1: Yeah. You got to I mean, put money in the fine. guys' pocket.
2: I get some stuff from Walmart. Why not?
1: I like Walmart.
0: Yep. Ronaldo checking in. Hey, uh, Ronaldo. Just so you know. Uh, I, she doesn't even know that I realized that she was doing this. You were getting talked up at the watch party by one RC Woods That's about right. uh, taking some pictures for yeah. the Gunslingers with ownership. Uh, she she didn't even know I was eavesdropping on our conversation, but she was asking if they had a photographer. And when he said not anybody specific, uh, she was talking you up. So hopefully um, they
1: contacted you.
0: We'd love to see if uh, see you back out there. We for were sure. also talking up Andy Anderson.
1: Andy Anderson. Trying to get
0: him back out there, too.
1: And Laura Valdez, the speech, uh, I mean the speech, the massage therapist.
0: Yep. Sports. There you go. Uh, so I
1: was busy in the first uh She quarter. was, yeah. I was like.
0: She had to leave early, but she did. did her work.
1: I did do my work. It um, took a great photo, finally. We were all there at the same time.
0: We were. Yeah. So many of you have seen and liked that photo. Uh, I tried to do some work with it and put it together as our new cover uh, uh-huh. photo. I, I have not worked oh, it out okay. yet. Okay i uh, been a little busy, a lot going on around our world right now.
1: Graduation, birthdays.
0: Man. Uh, yeah, so Q says, can you answer my question? Uh, his question was, are they going to bring in a new defensive coordinator this year? Um, I can tell you unequivocally, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. We don't I know. don't know what the plan is on the coaching side of things, Um I, I would like to see that happen. I would love to see them reach out to somebody um, who can manage the defense, and that's not a slight to Coach Shaw at all. Um, He's got, got, a his, all. Yeah, you, got, you, got a lot on do it right. all. Yeah, got a lot on his plate. You can't make all the decisions and do all of the things, and right now because uh, of the split with Coach Ivory, he does. He has to do all the things, and uh, so I, I hope um, that they are putting out some feelers and, and looking for somebody that can – uh, maybe not install an entirely new scheme or anything like that, but just manage um, the defense and the defense that we have right now. It, it, I think it's necessary. I think it's needed. Um, but that's lots of moving parts, and we don't really know.
1: You know, to be honest, we haven't been to practice in a while. That's true. You know, That is true. We should kind of go out there.
2: Um,
1: just get some firsthand I can, information. I
2: can try and uh, make an effort to get out there this week. Um, I'd like to know the schedule that they're keeping for practice because yeah, I don't true. know if that stayed right. the same. Uh, you know, previous ownership would kind of reach out to us and let us know those details. And we're we're <laughs> not quite there at that level of communication or relationship with the new guys. Yeah, They've been great with us. Them. Don't oh, get yeah, me wrong. For sure. But we, we, just, we just haven't had time to kind of uh, build that bridge yet. So yeah. uh, we're, we're working on that.
0: So let's take a break right here um, for a few minutes, uh, and we'll be back in a minute. I want to talk about the upcoming game and some of the things that we might expect to see at that upcoming game on the 11th against the Albany, that game on the 11th at 2 p.m.
2: 2 p.m., guys. Yeah. Uh,
0: Against Albany. We'll talk about that more uh, when we get back right after this. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higum out of the Marcy Woods, Leo Yamas. Uh, hanging out, talking about Gunslingers football. We've talked a little bit about the game itself on the field, um, and we want to talk about the upcoming game. But let's talk a little bit about our watch party. Because okay. all three of us, for the first time this season, and, yeah. were able to be at a watch party. We've had yeah. all kinds of stuff, work stuff and graduations. and uh, Even we were all three there, but RC had to leave early for a birthday party. It's, That's right. It's busy. It's yep. busy. busy. time. Um, but we were at Native Wings and Grill mm-hmm. over by Ingram Park Mall. Yep. A uh, little different spot than Southtown 101,
1: yeah? Better parking.
2: Yeah, a little bit, little bit different. For sure. For Absolutely. Uh, I think for the better, I'm just going to jump out there and put my opinion. I, I think it was a much better venue for what uh, the Gunslingers, what we're trying to do as far as exposure. Um, but we can talk about that in a little bit.
0: Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, They were using Roku to get the game on the screens, and there were four?
2: Yeah. Yes, four Four screens. screens,
0: um, And none of them were lining up at the same time.
2: (laughs) That's hard to do, though. It's tough.
0: It's really, really tough. Unless you have them all running off one Roku, uh, and you're sending that signal to four TVs, which is also very tough to do. Um, That was just tough. But what was really funny about it, and I'm not going to say any names, because I don't want to frustrate anybody or upset anybody, but... It kept running behind, or it kept buffering, and so one person in the watch party would watch it on their phone.
1: Yes, there's more than one though. (laughs) Yeah,
2: more than one. Yeah,
0: and they were able. Well, this one person is watching (laughs) on their phone, and I knew that things were either going well or badly on the play. I was just about to watch based on the reaction I could hear from that table. (laughs) Yes, Uh, if they were cheering like crazy, I was like, oh, I need to pay attention. Yeah, and if they were like, ah. that's awful. Uh, I was like, okay, I can go get my drink now. Or yeah. I can uh, eat my uh, little uh, uh, cheese sticks that I had.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, though. Even at Southtown 101, they have two different rooms. So, so I like that at this native, we we're in one room. But they have the same problem. So one room right. would know we got a touchdown. We're like, yay. And then, you, and then they'd be like quiet. Then you hear, yay. So it's, you know, it's at least we were all It's tough to do because it's,
0: it's yeah. internet streaming. Um, try it at home. Yeah, like try to try to cast something onto your TV and then have your buddy or your wife or your your kid um, watch the same thing and try to line those up. It is hard. Uh, Try to get those two YouTube videos to line up and play at the same time. Like it's hard.
2: It's hard. And to give props to the to the uh, John Wayne crew that was there handling this. And We know names
0: now. It's Jordan and April Steuben and Uh uh, um, Brandon Rackler was there. And the gentleman that was uh, taking all the pictures, and I can't think of his name. Yeah, I was trying to remember Man. his
2: name. Also, uh, he's he's new. It sounded like I got to talk to him a good bit, but I could hear them already, like seeing the challenges that that they were facing with the multiple Roku's and with uh, you know having the, some of the buffering issues on there, and they were already talking about solutions for the next one on what they were going to do better. Well, not and just I, I love that about these guys.
0: They did yeah. not sit back and Very say, proactive. "Well." It is what it is. Um, we've got four of them running off of the internet here at Native. They're the the Native internet, um, and they're all buffering. They started using hotspots on their own personal phones yep. mm-hmm. um, to get them on different streams so that they had more bandwidth to run with. They were, they were problem-solving in the moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best um, situation, but they were doing everything they could to try to fix it.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and they're yep. talking about ways they can make it even better. Yep. So that's always good
2: and here's the thing also rc kind of touched on it a bit where we were all in one space mm-hmm. um you know the very the other location had you know a couple of different spaces and you had some in one area and others in another but it's it's very compartmentalized there also what i would say is this one being in an open space even though it was separate like a room there was a glass and so people patrons of native in the other areas were able to see that there was indeed something going on in the corner that we were in right. they were able to kind of look back there and and say hey, what's going on and multiple people came back into that area and said hey what you know what's
3: what's going what, on what
2: what's yeah you know, what's this all about and, and even some started watching the game with us and you know i i think that's the best thing about um a venue like this where you watch party you're not really there you're there to you're you're there to have the party for your existing fans to have fun but you're also there to promote the team you're also there to get the interest of other people who might be around for sure and i think a lot more of that happened at this venue than at the last it just seems like kind of the the patrons the 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 crowd at this location versus the other one it this is more of the crowd that that has interest in you know what what the gunslingers are trying to do
1: and we had a waitress so, so at South town, we had, we had a, a waitress we had one but at South town we don't have one and so we have to go individually to order food so i did like that personal touch that she was actually coming to us and taking our order so yep. if
0: you are a venue where they have they have decided to have a watch party for you and you happen across this particular episode because you're doing your research on the gunslingers a Awesome. You're doing a great job. Um, if you're actually listening to a podcast about a team because you're a venue that they're talking about coming into, that's the way you do business. Um, you check things out and you do your research. Awesome. Let me give you a piece of advice. Two waitresses. Yeah. In yeah. the area that you're going to have the watch party in. Uh, not that she she did a great job. She did. But she was, she was running around like her hair was on fire the entire game time. Right. Because she had... Thirty people yeah. that she was trying to take care of, um, and that's not her fault at all. Um, she was doing the best she could do, and she did a really great job. But boy, she could have used somehow one more yeah. set of hands to help her out with that. Um, other than that, though, I thought the watch party was was on point, a blast. Yeah, it was um, a lot of fun. They had their up there until there, the last three there. seconds. Wow, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, they did have their gu- and even then. Even losing the game the way that we lost the game, there were people there to commiserate with. We were all, um, you know, able to be bummed out together a little bit. That's true. And that's
1: nice. I wish there was more people, though. It seems like it's the same people.
0: I'll be honest with you. um, I feel like in that room that we were in, we were kind of at max capacity. Like, if you'd have put another ten people in there... I feel like it would have
1: been crowded.
2: At least with the way the tables were know. set up. Yeah, yeah they could, they could move, move the ta- tables Maybe, around yeah. and, and accommodate more in that space.
1: Because there was one whole table that had plates and napkins and forks and stuff like that on there. Yeah. So that could have been moved.
0: I mean, you need those things, don't
1: you? Yes, you do. But <laughs> I, I still think people could have sat there.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I think just, it was good. I, I think it was much better than, than the last one. I, yes. I'm not trying to. To make anyone feel bad or or, or, or you know, dog anybody's business or, or you know, venue. Hey. But this is just better suited for what we're trying to do. That's We've
0: true. worked with Southtown 101 before, back in the Commander's days. We've done it for two watch parties here. Um, I think
1: it was three, right? Or two.
2: At least two or three, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with Southtown 101. Um, there's just some venues that work better. Better. And some venues that aren't exactly set up for what you're trying to do. And it felt like native was a little better set up for true. what we were trying to do this time around. Um, as Sochi mentions, uh, it's a work in progress. Everything yep. is, um, we're all learning as we go. Certainly the new ownership group is learning as they go, because if you'd asked them two months ago, how would they, how they would do a watch party for an arena league team, they would have said, well, we I don't know. have to worry about that because we don't run an Ale- arena That's league true. team. So, um, Watch Party was good. Game was, uh, you know, as good as it could be for a loss. Um, But we got another game coming up. Like, we can't rest and and spend a lot of time um, boo-hooing over an 0-5 record because we've got the champions.
2: The current champions, For the first
0: time this year, the San Antonio Gunslingers will take on the Albany Empire. And it'll be right here in San Antonio.
1: At the uh, Joe Freeman Coliseum.
0: Yeah, at the Freeman Coliseum.
2: And, uh,
1: did we just drop the Joe, or is it just Freeman Coliseum now? I mean,
2: I think it's still Joe Freeman, but everyone just calls it Freeman. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: game starts at two o'clock.
2: Yes. Thank you, Mo and Iris, for telling me at seven. the watch party because I I did not I was not aware of the time change. So, uh, thanks for making me or us aware of that because I went over to Philip. I said, Did you realize the, time, the game time had changed? I was like, Nope. Nope, he did not. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for That's keeping us means on our toes.
1: Tailgating at 12.
2: Yeah, tailgating. And I did confirm um, uh, with Brandon, who was there, that uh, as far as he's been told and, and knows, um, that the uh, gates are still opening two hours uh, prior to uh, kickoff. So, that would be yeah, at 12 o'clock.
1: I'm bringing That's, shots jello shots noontime
2: uh beer there you go (laughs) and And jello shots and so
1: many of
0: you have said gee it would be nice if we could tailgate earlier uh we talked with brandon about that i think it was on the last episode but if it wasn't it was after we got him recording the last episode um his advice to gunslingers fans was you've got to give us some capital to work with with the freeman coliseum yeah what that means is uh you got to show up You got to be loud. You got to bring some friends. Um, right now the Freeman Coliseum is like, Hey, you can use our place. Um, but they're not, I I wouldn't say they're bought in on this deal. They're not a part of this deal. Um, if they start selling tickets and making money on this thing, money talks, things things get a lot easier for them to say, Hey, you guys want to show up at 10 (laughs) o'clock for a, for a six o'clock kickoff. Do it. Let's do that. Um, if that'll get people in the, in the building, let's go for it. Um, Unfortunately, and I hate the, the fact that sports works this way from time to time. You have to invest early to get some dividends on the back end. Um, you have to buy your season tickets. That's true. Um, and, mm. and show up for the games. And then the teams get better because they have the ability. They have the resource um, to make their team better. It is what it is. It is. Um, so... What's going to be different? Like, this has been a thought on my mind since. So, the last game that we had, we had completely different ownership. True. Uh, John Wayne was very involved with that game. Mm -hmm. Right. Gave away tickets. um, Went through that whole spiel. But we've had a... It's been five weeks? Yeah. We've had a five-week hiatus. A long time. A long time. An ownership change. Um. What do you think is it going to look any different? Is it going to be any different? Is it going to be the same old not, I hope so. And same old is not it, it was perfectly fine
2: but, but it needs to be better.
0: But what what do you think you're going to see? What do you hope to see? I guess a what defense do you think show more?
2: Up. more fans. Okay, well the defense. Like, more people in the seats. Yeah. Definitely more people That's in the like, seats. That's I mean, like that 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 has to happen if if we want to have the gunslingers around for a 2023 season. That has to happen. We gotta have more people in the seats. Um, as far as if you're talking about just on the field and on um, entertainment-wise, besides yeah, uh, uh, better turnout from our defense. I think the offense is is further along than the defense is, obviously. So the defense can can be picked up quite a bit. Um, but outside of the game. Um, I think there needs to be more involvement with with the fan base. The trucks we've talked about and the t-shirts that that was a good start, uh-huh. sure. Uh, but we've talked about other ideas um, with the the John Wayne crew and and things that they can do to kind of get uh, fans more involved and, and, and have a better time, not that they're having a bad time, but really be engaged more throughout, yes uh, throughout the process, even when there's timeouts or you know half time or between quarters. Um, and there's been some ideas we've talked about already on the show, and talked about with them, and I think they've got something really cool for this uh, first game back that they're hoping is going to get some attention. Um, like I said, that um, Sochi mentioned earlier. I, I don't know—is it okay for us to to talk about that? I mean, I, I mean, we weren't people told need not to. Know. to. Yeah, yeah. People so, need to know. Okay. Yeah. Let's go for it. So the the theme for this game. Uh RC, you you're you know, you know. about it. Yeah. So go ahead. And it it, it, it has something to do a with a the hit. cheerleaders,
1: beedie, beedie right? bitty boom boom, right?
2: Bitty bitty bum beedie beedie beedie
1: beedie bam, bam. bum. Yeah, not bum boom boom. <laughs> boom boom, beam beam. So who are we talking about? I'm completely Corpus out of the point. <laughs> Corpus Christi. The rose. Selena. Selena. Woo Bitty mm-hmm. bitty bum bum. Yeah, <laughs> no, so I don't know that
2: it was a secret. I I didn't mean to make you feel bad with that, but um, well when I asked about uh what we we're gonna do with the game or what kind of theme it was because we had heard at some point that it might be first responders, but we weren't sure that's true and uh, the guy whose name is escaping me right now, and I feel really bad because um. We talked multiple times at the game party, and I should I should have that uh, have his name in my brain. Yes, this is all your fault. Yes, um, <laughs> he, I talked to him, and he he said, uh, "Well, I, we just discussed that today, and I'm not sure if I can release that, but let me find out." And then two or three minutes later, he came back, and he's like, "Yeah, it's Selena. We're yeah. gonna have a, we're gonna have a Selena impersonator there. That's gonna." Uh, sing and perform. It's not going to be me though. She's going to do that. No, not that's you. what uh, I heard. I, no, no that's heard, what I heard. It's Not going
1: to be me. It just really like, is going like, to be our like, RC. Just stop the rumors right now. First. She's I'm just, not coming.
2: She doesn't want it's, you to
1: it's know. It's not. Just stop the rumors now. It's <laughs> not going to be me. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: It's not going to be you. I'm not coming.
1: Okay. But
2: well, she's singing the uh, a national anthem. I think I heard, and then also performing uh, later throughout the game, or I don't know at halftime. But wait, it's a
1: Selena
0: impersonator. Is it? Is it Jennifer Lopez?
1: Yeah, I think so. That would be something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can
0: can we just refer to Jennifer Lopez as a Selena
1: impersonator? I mean, she did that. Right? <laughs> she
2: played Gen- Jennifer she
1: played here in San Antonio. Selena.
2: Yeah, okay, Matt. Okay, so how much do JLo tickets go for? Right. So yeah, you get a, a shot at at JLo. It could be yeah. JLo. We're not saying it is. We're J-Lo. not saying it is, we're but We're not saying, saying it, isn't. it might be. It, it could might be. J-Lo.
1: You never know. You have to show up <laughs> to find out.
0: There you go. Uh no, that's going to be a blast. That's going to be a lot of fun.
1: And we're going to be interactive with that. We have little gifts for the cheerleaders. Nice. Well, we and let's about talk
0: about uh, the cheerleaders because, hey, guess what? There's going to be cheerleaders. There's going to be yep. cheerleaders. And so uh, we got a text message from a Giddy RC uh, two weeks ago, or yeah, it was about two weeks ago. Yeah, that uh, says, "Guess who's going to get to be
1: a judge? A
0: judge for the cheerleader tryouts?" Yes. And it's one of those things that as soon as RC texted, I was like, that makes all. Why was that not happening before?
1: I have no idea. Like, that (laughs) makes
0: all the sense in the world that RC, who has been the huge champion of. Uh, having a cheerleading squad, not just for the gunslingers, not the, just this year or commanders. last year, even the commanders, yeah. which she never got, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but she let them hear fan. about it constantly uh, <laughs> and a big supporter. So it just was a no brainer that they reached out to her and said, Hey, we, we want you to be involved in this part of the process. It
1: was amazing. It was so like tell a us a little bit about too. that. Okay. So first of all, I walk in and there's like a stage. And they're like, here's your seat, here's your table. I was like, what? I get a seat and a table? It was amazing. (laughs) And then I brought these, I got all of these um, little sheets that had the picture of the cheerleaders. It had a little bit of their information, uh, like their experience. Um, things like that of all the cheerleaders uh, that were trying out so and then I put little stars on the ones that I liked and little comments and so I felt very very involved very important very just blessed really to be part of that so that was quite exciting
0: just a no-brainer of a of a decision to me for um, Jillian and ultimately the ownership to reach out and go hey we want you to be a part of this and and that's not a knock on because I didn't think of it either. Um, that's not a knock on the previous times we've had cheerleader tryouts and they that hasn't happened. Because I didn't think of it either.
1: Well, one of them they told me not to go.
0: Well yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, they kinda did. It did. Um, I think that was because they <clears throat> were embarrassed that they weren't seeing the sign ups that they thought they would.
1: They had eighteen girls.
0: For this one. Yeah. I'm talking about the one that no, yeah, the I know. previous talking, one yeah, that you yeah, yeah, told yeah. not to um, go but to. But you, you had by, eighteen girls show up yeah. for this one.
1: <laughs> Well, there was a meeting. I'm sorry, a meeting on Tuesday, I think, of that week. And 30 showed up. I didn't go to that meeting, but that was more of like you had to learn how to the dance and stuff like the little routine. Now, out of those 30, only 18 came back, which is fine because some people might realize, you know what, this isn't for me, and that's okay. Wait,
0: wait, hold up, tell me. 30 people
1: showed up originally. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then 18 came back and actually yeah. did the tryout after learning the routine. The routine. Right, yeah. and
1: so there was like three parts of the routine. So there was we are doing three girls at a time.
2: How did you do? I did great. Did you try
1: out? I, no, I didn't try out. I was a child. I can't do both.
2: Were you given the routine, though?
1: Man. No, I wasn't given. But I could do it. Just mm. give me like one more <laughs> week, and, and I could do it. I can tell you. So the first part was that there was three girls, and they had like their little routine. They kind of did a little solo thing. <laughs> Then they did a, the combination of all three so then after we did all 18 then they had to come back with pom poms now i didn't realize that pom poms made a big difference and i know you may not think that's a big difference but some of these girls they held on to them like they were weights and they would not move mm. them and then some girls were like shaking them like maracas you know so it was quite interesting and then the third one uh, was that they did the line dancing or they do the kicks oh that's my it. god yeah. that was like amazing um i know for two girls um and i don't know how many um are familiar with the lassos um from jefferson high school yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah my sister was a
2: lasso major really i didn't know that okay
1: Mm -hmm. so um i think it's not being a big secret but we have two lasso girls which are amazing and so again going with the gunslingers theme you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's always perfect and then we have one tumbler when I say tumbler, her jumps were like almost – I was scared she was going to hit the ceiling. That's what you put your wine in as a tumbler, yes? Oh, I'm sorry? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Go different ahead. Kind of oh, <laughs> a
2: different kind of tumbler. Oh, different kind of
1: tumbler. Hello. <laughs> Jillian
2: said you made the squat, yeah, by the Jillian way. Oh, the I could make the, the squad.
1: Okay. You're good. <laughs> so we're going to have to work on the uh, the uniform, but okay, we'll work on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a two-piece. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing a two-piece. Um, anyway, so it was so exciting. These girls were Amazing. And um, I was just super excited to be part of this, really. And thank you for April and Jill and to make me a part of it. So,
0: uh, 18 tried out. or uh, So, 30 showed up. 18 came back and tried out. Uh-huh. Uh All 18 make squat?
1: No, unfortunately.
0: Oh, so there was actually a cut down here. Yes, there was. Okay.
1: How many? 13.
0: And who? Who? Can, I have can you tell who's who?
2: making that announcement? When is that announcement being made?
1: Right now. Awesome. Like right this, now, like, yeah. like this is, the announcement. Yes, this
2: is Breaking the announcement. This is the official this announcement. Is
1: the announcement. So all your moms out you, there, you heard she, it here first. That's why right, it's coming out right now. Okay, so do we get a drum roll?
0: I don't have the
2: drum roll. Yeah, we can't do the roll. I don't have
1: the cowbell. I should have We've kept the cow- them in
2: suspense long enough. Okay those, okay, who, okay. those who know that this was coming, which some people knew.
1: Okay, okay. So, for um, oh, this is know. not of order, or it's just the names that were given to me.
0: In no particular
1: order? No particular order, that's right. And so, I'll have a first name. So, the last name is, and, and everyone is Gunslinger. So, it's Darlene <laughs> Gunslinger, Jocelyn, Madison with the Y. I love that. Chloe, Jenna jesseline savannah elise cassie kaylee yolanda riley and valerie congratulations that is our squad
0: and i kind of love the fact that we're not giving out last names because um i'm a father of three daughters Uh and uh I want the general public to have the least amount of information about my girls <laughs> as they they need to have. So I like that we just got first names there. That's fine with me.
1: And just to let you know, we did sponsor a cheerleader, and her name is Elise, and she did make the squad. Nice. Woo! Nice. So we're excited about that. So um, I know that the theme, again, is Selena this week. And so we're have going to present each of the cheerleaders with a special gift from the Smoking Guns podcast. Nice. We are? Yeah, we are. Okay, we are. We talked about it at the watch party. <laughs> I told you. I was
0: watching a football
1: game. <laughs> uh, no, it was during the time when the referees were talking, so nothing was going on that time. I'm kidding.
0: Uh, the referees were talking? Did that happen? They, they did just, a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited about um, having cheerleaders. Um, they're going to be involved in halftime, but I'm sure they're going to be involved in other parts of the game. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, And uh, that'll be, that'll add another uh, dimension. Yeah, there you go. Great word. Uh, That'll add another dimension to the experience because that's what, yes, that's what is important. It's the experience, the live experience.
1: And I'm glad that we're part of it.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that you were a part of it. Yeah. Um, It's really cool that they got you involved and in such a big way.
1: Um, I'm their biggest fan.
0: You are. You always have been. Before there was even uh, gunslingers cheerleaders, you were their biggest fan. So that's really exciting. Um, so come out on the eleventh, mm-hmm. two o'clock for the two o'clock game because you're going to get to cheer for uh, all eleven of 13. the girls. Thirteen of the girls. That's what thirteen. Said. I said thirteen.
1: You said eleven.
0: No. I don't remember that at all. I don't, I don't recall It's that. your old age because you just you had a birthday. 11. You just had a birthday, right? <laughs> I think you said 11.
3: don't How old, I don't does, that, how that old does that make you?
0: I am uh, officially the answer to life and everything.
2: Nobody?
1: Is that a number?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't get that. That went catch, like this. I don't get that reference. Sorry. I have
1: no idea what you're talking about. So
0: in Douglas Adams' book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... Oh! At one point, they ask, I believe it's a supercomputer, what the answer to uh, life, what, what the the reason for life and everything, or the answer to life and everything is, and the uh, computer crunches the data and gives them the number forty-two. Forty-two, I remember wow. that. 42. So forty-two is the answer to life and everything. So um, that's where I'm at now. I am, I am officially forty-two. Uh, the answer of li- the answer to life and everything. Got it. Oh, nice. Okay.
2: Oh, that's where I'm at. Well, congratulations Ooh. to all of uh, yes. all of the ladies who have just found out now with the official announcement yeah. that they are part of the hey, squad. And good luck to all of you and Jillian. Now, they probably got uh, phone calls before this.
1: Oh, like, yes. They've been practicing already. So yeah. they, they already know they're on they the They know. Team. They know. Now, the, now, now the general public knows. knows. The posse knows. Gotcha. Everybody gotcha, knows gotcha. now.
2: Well, to put something like that together in such a short time, I'm sure um, it was amazing. no small task. So no, yeah. kudos to you, Jillian, and, and I'm sure you had help. So to everyone involved, um, good job to, to you guys, and, and wish we wish you nothing the best. We can't wait to see you guys on uh, Saturday.
1: And I think if I'm correct, she just had a baby like eight weeks ago. Who did? Jill did. Oh okay. So can you imagine just having a newborn and doing all this?
0: No. Gosh, no. And
1: she taught them the the routine and all that? No. Amazing. So kudos to you.
0: Way way better than uh than yeah. That's way better than anything I could do.
1: Yeah. I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, Sochi said it's Brian's birthday on game day. Nice, and nice. have some cake.
1: Oh, okay, we can't really do that. Yeah. And then it was Khalid Rashad's birthday last. Yeah,
2: last week. And yeah. I saw Wait, in the game. I saw Brian on the field this last game. Okay, so he's still with us. With the information we were given that it was only going to be Sochi, remember? And we talked about right. that on the last show. And I saw him out there. I was happy to see him out there helping Sochi out. So just grateful. We need yeah. Laura
1: Valdez, the massage therapist. She needs to be out there too to also help out the athletes. Just so you know, friend of the show, friend of the show, good friend of the show. Uh,
0: Let's take a break right here. When we come back, um, I want to talk to you uh, some about uh, maybe football that isn't necessarily I mean, we'll talk gunslingers football to you because we've still got things to cover there. Yeah. Um, But maybe some other non gunslinger stuff um, as far as football around San Antonio and around uh, football period some exciting right?
2: things yeah
1: yes
0: um so we'll be right back after this hang with us smoking Guns podcast we'll talk to you in a minute smoking on podcast Philippine in rc woods leo yamas hanging out with you talking about gunslingers football and in the break we were talking about all kinds of stuff yeah um, including hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy south park south park um towley towley from <laughs> south park we were talking about all sorts of things Uh, But we're back with you now, and we want to talk about some football. Um, So I'm sitting here on Monday night, June 6th, and I'm a little surprised that we don't have more information about the XFL. Yeah.
3: They're keeping us in suspense.
0: Man, there has been a ton of information
2: that has leaked. Yeah, supposedly there was going to be an official announcement I'm on a certain day things. that never happened. Do you remember yeah.
1: that one that they had that ticket thing, the timer, and there was like a bust? Yeah. They were just showing us the new, <laughs> yeah. The new yeah, they logo. were just showing the new logo. Yeah. I don't, like
2: I don't think, think they'll video. do that again because a lot not. of
1: people were upset. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous.
0: But the information that's been leaked so far uh, sounds good for San Antonio. Uh, in fact, it looks like San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, Seattle, St. Louis. Vegas. Vegas. Um I love and, Vegas. And I'm leaving one out at this point. So New York no longer has a team in the XFL based on the leaking information. LA lost the NFL team. Uh Orlando, I think. Was it uh, Orlando Great. the other one?
2: Did you say I, I didn't catch all the name the cities you named. Did you say Washington?
0: I did not. So yeah. Is that one still in there? Are they still doing Washington? The D.C. Defenders? The team, yeah, or is, that was a big deal.
2: Yeah, or is that the team that's relocating to San Antonio? Because I heard that as a rumor as well.
0: Oh, I'm not sure. The Commanders? Sure. We don't
2: know. Huh? Defenders,
0: defenders. Oh, the defenders, not the Washington Commanders. They're they're a thing in the NFL. Okay, look, um, if you're watching on uh, the live feed right now, you see that I'm wearing my new Dallas Cowboys training camp hat.
2: That's an awful hat.
0: It's a great looking hat.
3: <laughs> it's a birthday
0: gift. It was.
2: It was my yeah, birthday happy gift birthday. It's a very nice hat. Um, I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> so I caught a picture the other day of Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing his training camp hat for OTAs uh, that looks very much like this. It's, it's a take on like
3: Chemical Arctic lash? camo,
0: white camo. Yeah. Um, but then they shoot it through with the team colors. And it's got the big W, which is their new logo. And it's shot through with their team colors on the camo. And I stopped for a second and I was like, I hate the Washington Commanders. That's a really good looking hat. <laughs> 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 like the W and the, it, it all worked. Like it worked very well.
1: Ron was from uh, the Bears, right? Ron he used Bear- to be the Bears.
0: Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, he the used Bears. to be with the Bears. but uh, And with the Cowboys. No, no. Never been on Cowboys. I
1: thought he was
2: with the Cowboys yeah. at one point. I don't remember that. No, oh, he was a like leading candidate. But he was. Uh, when, we, by, yeah. when
0: we hired Wade Phillips, yeah. uh, he was actually interviewed for the job. Gosh, I wish we'd have given it to Ron Rivera instead of Wade Phillips. But neither here nor there. Uh, and that was a long time ago, for that matter. That it was, was 2009 or something like that. Um, that that decision got made and we passed over Ron Rivera. Uh. The uh, so the XFL back around, we've, we've now chased the rabbit of uh, the Washington Commanders. Uh, the XFL, it looks like based on all the information and all the leaks that we're hearing, is coming to San Antonio
2: leaking from way too many different places, oh. just a lot. Uh, yeah. where there's smoke, right? There yeah. fire. Uh, right now, it looks like based on the leaks,
0: a head coach in San Antonio, and I'm interested to see what you think of this, Leo, uh, and you too, Garci, if you have an opinion. Okay. One way or the other. Head coach right now leaked for uh, San Antonio is Heinz Hines Ward. Yep.
1: He's a good answer. Do you like that? I like it.
2: Uh, I mean, we don't know what he brings as a coach. Does he have so any head coaching he I, I don't coaching think experience? so. I don't. I, not that I know of. I know he was around the circles when back in the AAF. We saw him uh-huh. yes at uh, at practice at training camp. True. And I know he was involved in some things but there, he was but
1: more like a president or something. But yeah, like yeah, management. he wasn't. He he's was been exactly. a front office guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: think he's been mm-hmm. a front office guy in you know, and not like a, a general manager or anything. But I think he's worked in front offices of a couple of NFL franchises. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's been around football. Obviously, obviously, he's he a has. I mean, he was a great um, player.
1: Yep.
2: We don't know what he's going to bring as as a coach, and so I don't know that I love it, but I love it for the fact that I mean, we're going to have a team. So whoever's right. coaching it, for sure. You know, I, I love it, and I'm going to support it and follow it, and we'll see. Um, I just
0: my issue is my my concern is are you bringing guys into uh, your head coaching positions that should be head coaches of teams or are you bringing in names so that you can sell tickets?
1: Uh, I think, well,
2: names. I, I think definitely names to recognition. sell tickets. for yeah. like, then, then if that's the deal, I don't like that. Well, but the thing is, would like, you, would I want you, good quality football. Would you rather have a, a guy come in who has no coaching experience and you don't know what he brings, or would you rather a guy come in that has coached before but you weren't impressed with?
0: Yeah, I mean, so do I want Mike Riley or do no. I want Heinz Ward? Yeah. Um, Can I say C? None of the above? Because um,
2: because when the commanders were coming in, they made the announcement of, of Riley, and we know you've never been a Riley fan. He's no. not a Riley fan. So was
0: not yeah. a Mike Riley fan at all.
1: Not even on his bike.
2: Yeah, so is, is this preferable, <laughs> bringing in someone that, you know, could be a good head coach, you but know? those
1: aren't your only two options.
0: Like, give me, uh, you know, uh, give was me it, Jim Hazlitt. Give
1: me... But there was uh, someone else that was brought way a couple months ago that he left. He was working for some college. Yeah. Reggie,
2: Reggie Barlow. And what he's, happened still, with that? he's still a coach, but he's been assigned to another
0: yeah, team. Yeah, it looks like he's being assigned to a different team.
1: Would you rather have him?
2: Yeah.
0: He's okay. got coaching experience. Good coaching experience. He's coached a Division One. A football program, and done it fairly well.
1: So why do we yeah, just – Yeah, want that guy. Why do they Give me that switch?
0: guy. Yeah, I could see that argument for sure. Um, I don't know. And, and look, Heinz Ward may be a great coach. I don't know. Um, I know he's a pretty motivational guy. I've long said that a head coach of a traditional football team, the number one thing they need to be able to do is motivate and get more out of players. The scheme is not the head coach's job. Like, he needs to hire people that are good with scheme – And he needs to make good in-game decisions, and he needs to be motivational. And so can Ward do those two things? Well, I know he's a motivational guy. Yeah. Like, I know. I've watched him motivate other people before um, on the field. I've seen him do that as Mm -hmm. a player. Um, So he's got that. Um, Game time decisions, heck, I don't like Uh, the guy that's making game-time decisions for the Dallas Cowboys right now. So uh, that's not a thing.
2: To be fair, we don't know who's on his staff. Like He may be bringing in some people on his staff that have solid uh, experience, and and he's going to lean on those guys. And that's what a lot of uh, teams have done, franchises have done, where if they're taking a chance on a new guy – I mean, I could talk about my Broncos with Nathaniel Hackett. He's not been – Mm a uh, head coach before he's been an offensive coordinator but they brought in on his staff they brought in some experienced guys uh to come in and kind of be um what's the word they use for them they 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 don't call them coaches they they call them consultants or not consultant but something like along those lines and and they're there really for the new guys to kind of lean on when they run into situations that they might not have experience with so
0: let me be clear um, as i channel barack obama here let me be clear really uh, <laughs> okay, no <that's... laughs> let me be clear uh when you hire an offensive or defensive coordinator that has never had a head coaching position before i am totally okay with that you talk about nathaniel hackett but you can also look at sean mcveigh you can look at sean payton mm-hmm. um, all of these guys that i'm totally okay with that in fact I am so sick and tired of coaching retread, getting coaching jobs. Mike McCarthy yeah. should not be coaching in the NFL. No, I agree. Um, they, I would have loved for them to go and find, uh, you know, the Cliff Kingsbury or the Sean McVay. Or, and it may not be successful. Like, you're not always going to be successful with those guys. But uh, getting a new guy, getting young blood into your head coaching position – seems to work out far more often than it doesn't whereas coaching retreads like jeff fisher is now coaching michigan in uh the usfl and you want to talk about a guy that doesn't need to hold a clipboard as a coach anywhere anymore like jeff fisher's that guy yeah he couldn't do it in the nfl anymore he and he had a long storied career i have nothing but respect for him but the game has passed him by yeah it's very clear um I'm tired of coaching retreads, so I don't mind Nathaniel Hackett. I don't mind uh, guy they bought in, brought in at Green Bay. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, like two years uh, ago, yeah, uh, he's done fairly well. Sean McVay, I like those kind of hires. Well,
2: ironers. Hines Ward fits that. Fits
0: no, because he's not been that guy either. He's he's not had any uh,
2: no, yeah, assistance of anything. Yeah, uh, he assistant has coaching. no
0: coaching experience gotcha. that no no reliable coaching experience that i've seen or that i know of um and i could be wrong ronaldo checking in and saying that your hat your chocolate oh hat, thank you nice. ronaldo um it's a flat bill hat which means it is automatically not nice sorry um but sure. that, ronaldo is, that takes, is an incorrect that is a cold take he takes that a, is that <laughs> is wrong he takes the pictures for the nice missions hat. right now uh, he does take pictures for the missions and yep. for the uh, Flying chuckles. That's yep. right. They had to cancel some games this weekend.
1: And they brought the Puffy Taco back.
0: They did. But did you hear they nice. had to cancel two games this weekend over COVID? No.
2: no. Yeah, still a thing. Still out there. Still
0: out there. Yeah. they uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday night's games were both canceled. Oh, dang it. Um, due to COVID. Still a thing. Still something you have to deal with. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if the XFL uh, announces here in the next week that they're going to be in San Antonio. I feel like that's
2: almost a foregone conclusion at this point. It's got to come. I agree. Too uh, many, too many different places it's are just, leaking yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's just coming from everywhere,
0: and I expect that announcement within
2: the next week or so. I kind of so. surprised no. we haven't gotten it yet. It feels well, um, like intentional leaks, actually.
0: And if they do announce, and they announce Heinz Ward as our coach, I'm excited. I'm very I'm, excited. I'm, I'm ready. Um, now, it's interesting. This month, I'm moving. I will be moving closer to Houston than San Antonio. So do I become a
1: Roughnecks fan? No.
0: Okay. Good call.
2: If you, right. become a, <laughs> you become a Houston anything fan, I'm going to be terribly disappointed in you.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. If I become a Houston anything fan, I would be terribly disappointed. With the possible exception of the Sugar Land Space Cowboys.
2: The minor league team there mm, in Sugarland, Maybe. That
0: I might be able to get behind. Maybe. I'll but tell you right
2: now, I will be the first to tell you, Philip, Phillip, I bother them, you are not the person I thought you were. I am
0: certainly not going to become a <laughs> Texans fan or a Rockets fan or, God forbid, a Houston Astros fan. That's not happening.
1: Let me ask the fans that are listening. If we, as the podcast, covered XFL, would you listen to us? I mean, Anybody?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
1: That's
0: a great question. Let's see what uh, they come up with. They're a little behind us, so we can't w- stop and wait for those answers.
2: Now, to be clear, we we've always said we cover professional football in San Antonio, right. so, so we're if, not asking the question if we covered the XFL and not the Gunslingers, would you listen to us? We mean, would if we covered because we can XFL. have two
1: shows, you know that?
0: It
2: goes without saying. Yeah, um, the seasons don't even the seasons overlap. do not line up. We've
0: mentioned yeah. this before. Yeah. Um, I know people get edgy and, and and angsty about, well, if the XFL comes, is that going to hurt the gunslingers? No. Not if it's done correctly. Absolutely not. Because the XFL schedule is slated to run February to April, and the NAL season runs April to uh, July or August. No, I think July. Um, which gives us almost year-round football at that point, because yeah. you'll awesome. have the NFL Running from uh, training camp start at the end of uh, at the beginning of August, run all the way through February uh, when the Super Bowl is played. XFL will take over from there, and you'll have San Antonio football if the XFL comes here. And then, as that winds down in April, you will have Arena Football with your San Antonio Gunslingers all the way through, taking you right up to training camp for the next NFL season. Again, wait—that would be so awesome. <laughs> will be amazing football. All like, year. How great would that be? Uh Mo says always. Uh that is Yay. in response to uh whether they would listen if we were doing a show and Sochi said she would also, always be listening, um if we were to cover the uh XFL San Antonio franchise. I, I think that's something that we've always discussed and uh We've always left that door open, that, yeah, that uh-huh. possibility it, open. It's something we all
2: agreed we could get behind and be excited about, the In three fact, of us. Yeah,
0: I want to say our very first meeting with San Antonio Gunslinger's ownership...
2: The OG3. We, mm-hmm. With
0: the OG3, uh, Jason and Hector, we brought up the possibility of uh, the XFL coming to San Antonio because at the time there were some rumors that that might happen, and we said... We want to make sure you understand that we were leaving the door open as for that as a possibility. Um, so we would just get to cover football for like six months.
1: Wow! We yeah. get to
0: do some XFL football and then turn around and do some uh, some NAL football. That would be great. Always, what I think I missed something, Brian. You did, Dr. Sochi. She knows what we're talking about. <laughs> uh,
1: He's coming.
0: Oh, do you? Do, do I need to mute you here? No. Okay. You sure?
1: Yeah, it went away.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so that's the XFL front. I wish we had more news. Um, I kind of thought by now we would have...
1: I was hoping. Uh,
0: we would have something to hang our hats on. But we don't yet. Just a lot of leaks. A lot of leaks.
1: Too many leaks. Like yeah. a lot of leaks.
0: Like you would think the XFL right now is the federal government. We need some a lot of leaks. buckets. Um, (laughs) Some (laughs) of these leaks leaks. Uh, So that's the XFL Uh, What's going on in the NFL? Anything?
2: Uh, You know, OTAs Right now, so a lot of voluntary uh, uh, Practices Getting ready for the Mandatory practices Which are right around the corner So uh, How?
0: How stoked are you Right now? To see the Broncos with Russell
2: in danger, Russ's uh, words: (laughs) (laughs) "Let's ride." All right, all right, let's do it. I'm excited, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to be relevant again as as a Denver Bronco. uh, Are you uh, sure that Russell Wilson Broncos country? I mean, not all by himself. Okay. But there were a lot of pieces. there no, they do. They, there have, they have that this is going to, you know, the help Broncos, out magnify.
0: Denver Broncos over the last two seasons have been the quintessential team without a quarterback. Yep, like they've been. That's the piece they've been missing. It feels like,
2: yeah, um, for the last couple Major of years. Um, the
0: so,
1: puzzle is now complete.
2: And uh, I will say, uh, coaching has been very suspect. Over the last – you've seen some of my posts. Yeah.
0: You've not been a fan of any – it's – it's, man, coaches sometimes – And the new guy
2: is – I'm excited about Nathaniel Heikett. Uh
0: Sometimes coaches get really, really bad raps. Um There are some coaches that you look at and you're like, I don't know that he's a bad coach. I don't know that anybody would have been successful in that position. Um, you look at guys like, uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens. a couple of years ago in Cleveland when the entire team is just in turmoil. Now there are guys that come in that are just not good coaches. Um, Urban Myers was not a good NFL coach. He didn't care. He didn't care anything about it. Um, But then you look at some of these other guys that get fired um, and are retreads. Uh, Flores. Brian Flores Flores. is a good coach. He's a good football coach. Um, I believe Ron Rivera, and he's been, uh, you know, he got fired from Carolina two years ago. Uh-huh. Man, I wanted him to be a Dallas Cowboy head coach. I think he's a really good football coach. Uh, l- gambles a little more often than I like. I think he's a good football coach. Um, so it's hard to say that, like, Vance Joseph and Wright, that was the guy you had.
2: Uh, before, the, pre- the previous one was Fangio, Vic Fangio. Before yeah, no, I was, was
0: not a fan of Vic Fangio. I thought that was a bad call. I thought that was almost a retread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I he mean, had never been a head coach before, but he had been around long enough that, like, I don't know that he's ready. You know, I don't know that this is the guy you want to be your head coach. Um, Todd Mint says Vic, Vic Fangio knew defense, but had old fashioned offense mindset, uh, could not develop QB. Well, I wonder if QB's to develop, be honest with you. Uh, and the coordinators were nothing special. And he's, he's right on a lot of
2: that. I'm glad to see on that line. I'm glad to see Drew Locke. Looks like he's going to get a shot to really show what he has this year in Seattle, and I don't think he was ever given that opportunity by Vic Fangio, and a lot of people in Broncos country feel the same way uh, because of Fangio's antiquated ways of seeing things and the way he thought players should comport themselves and and you know personality wise, you know he didn't like certain things. Um and he kind of held that against players. It had nothing to do with what was happening on the field or practice, and everything to do about just him not liking the the, the way the guy was. And uh, a a lot of people close to the team um, have said as much, and, and don't think he ever got a real a real fair shake. And watching the team, I can't disagree with that. So I'm glad I'm glad for him that he's going to get a shot um, in Seattle. So I did like Vance Joseph. I know you did not. No, I wasn't crazy about Vance Joseph. I I kind of like Vance Joseph.
0: I think he's a guy that needs a different situation to know whether he's capable of doing that or not. Uh, Two big stories that I'm looking forward to in the NFL. Two big things that I just want to watch unfold over the next NFL season. Okay. One is uh, the Dallas Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. That's going to be awesome. (laughs) That's going to be That's going to be really, really impressive. Dak Prescott finally taking the step forward that he's capable of. Um, and leading a team to the Super Bowl, uh, despite the fact that Mike McCarthy is the coach.
2: I'm going to have to buy you a you really see that? big box that's of Kleenex.
1: A pig that was flying. That's, that's a really
2: a, big I'm, box of Kleenex. I'm really excited to, to follow that story
0: and see that story. There's <laughs> that unfold. pig
1: again. It's flying.
0: <laughs> the other one, in all seriousness, is uh, it, it looks like now that Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended for the season. That's the latest news. Browns are
2: going to brown. Which means
0: that the Browns now have to turn to Baker Mayfield (laughs) and say, hey, buddy. We love you. Can you play for us? You're our guy. (laughs) Even though it's very clear that you're not our guy, you're our guy. And so Baker has to make this decision about, is he going to be Baker? And what I mean by that is, is he going to be – uh, is he going to hold a grudge against the Cleveland Browns? Or is he going to recognize that this is over in Cleveland, but I have a year yes. to show some team out there, whether it's Carolina Panthers or the Seattle Seahawks or Whatever team. the Pittsburgh Steelers, whoever it is,
1: yeah,
2: um,
0: that they need a new quarterback and I can be it. Oh. Well, that
2: not only is that the best interest in his best interest career-wise – That is his best option, his best way to get back at the Browns for what they did. No. You are
0: are not wrong in the slightest. But remember, we are talking
2: about Baker.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not saying
2: I believe he can do it. I'm saying that if he wants to bet on himself, that's the best way he can do it. Yeah. For sure.
0: But just the way this has all worked out and the fact that he did not get traded in the offseason, it does not look like a trade is coming down now. And... Uh, the fact that more women are coming out of the uh, out now and uh, suing Deshaun Watson, and the NFL has signaled that most likely uh, Deshaun Watson is going to face a lengthy suspension, maybe the entire year, mm. uh, means that now Cleveland has to turn around and be like, We've always really liked you, Baker. <laughs> <laughs> You've always been our, our guy um and i'm really interested to see how that develops and how that works out and how Baker deals with it i am not a huge baker mayfield fan i think he's immature i think that bit. is i yeah. think that is the major knock on him i think he has skills i think the two major knocks that i have on baker mayfield is he's short cuz he's only 5'11 and that's tough for a quarterback in the nfl it means you got to work harder yep um drew brees was 5'11 uh Mm-hmm. There's another one out there. Worked it, a whole lot harder than Baker Mayfield right, does. Right, yeah. exactly. You you have to work so much harder. Um, so he's short and he's immature. Yeah. And I think you can't do anything about being short other than work harder. Yeah. Um, but you can do something about being immature. And I've never seen Baker, not in Oklahoma and not in Cleveland, step up and say, I am going to be the mature kind of leader that I have to be to lead my team. Just talking, not
2: that guy. You're talking about Kyler Murray, the other short guy?
0: Uh, yeah, so not successful yet. Not that uh, Another guy that will have to work hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure he's ever – Kyler Murray's interesting. He's never had to work hard. No. It has yeah. always come to him. And he, I'm not taking anything – he's an incredibly gifted athlete. Incredibly gifted athlete. Um, but he's never had to work for it. He went to Allen High School where it is handed to you on a silver platter and he took it. Yep. And he made something out of it. And then he went into the, the, the college football and, and wound up on a team where the same kind of thing, you know, he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And now he's in, in Arizona, and he actually has to work for it because it's not going to be handed to you. He's had some success. He's I had mean- some, but he's also shown to be another one of those rather immature guys. Um, he, wants, he wants the Cardinals organization to buy in him big time. I don't know that you've shown them that yet.
1: And a little bit of ego?
2: A little bit. Every quarterback has to have ego. They do. Uh, They absolutely do. You've
0: got to have that. Every quarterback has to have ego. Every starting pitcher has to have a short memory. And every NHL goalie has to have a a screw loose. Like, those are required for those positions. I
1: thought you were going to say missing teeth. No. No. Okay.
0: No, to be a goalie in the the NHL, you've got (laughs) to have a screw loose. Because anybody, anybody in the world that has a piece of vulcanized rubber thrown at them at eighty to ninety miles an hour gets out of the way. Right. You mm-hmm. have to to get in the way of that. You have to have a screw loose. I don't oh, care oh, how.
2: I don't care what kind of pads or helmet you have on. Add lacrosse goalie to that statement too. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Very true. And I've seen it. Yeah.
0: Um. And, and they are the best goalies are a little crazy. All right. Yep. Eddie Belfort was an incredible goalie for the Dallas Cowboys, or the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Stars. He also played for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, a couple other teams. Uh, Won a cup with the Dallas Stars. An incredible goalie. But he was crazy. Like, he came out one morning in Vancouver when he was playing for Dallas, and he wasn't listed as the starting goalie. Uh He was the goalie, but he wasn't listed for the starting goalie. They were going to give him the night off. And so he went back to the locker room and the coaches didn't think anything about it. Oh, he forgot his water bottle or something. Yeah. About an hour and a half passes or something like that and they <laughs> called and they're like, "Where are you?" And he goes, "I'm getting on a plane to Dallas. If I'm not starting today, I'm not staying." And he just screw loose. And okay. you got to have that. All right. To be a goalie in the And and to be a quarterback in the NFL, you got to have a certain amount of ego. Yep. Um you've get I mean, look at Tom Tom Brady has an ego. Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers has an ego. Yeah. Troy Aikman has an ego. Like these guys that that are all time, Brett Favre.
2: A- any of them. Um, Just, uh, any successful quarterback. Uh, people might mention Peyton Manning because he seems like a really legitimate, nice guy with a s- sense of humor. I-, I-, I think he hides his ego with a sense of humor. He definitely has an ego. He does play the,
0: the good old boy yeah. very yeah. well. Like yeah, him.
2: yeah. But he absolutely, like, you could not
0: watch him step to the line, read a defense, and look, the thing about Peyton Manning is he's so loud and keeps things, uh, like, he. you knew what he was doing. He would yell out what he was going to do, yeah, and then he would do it, and then he'd beat you anyway. (laughs) There's there's a huge amount of ego on that. Yeah, like I'm telling you, I'm telling everybody on the field and the people watching at home,
2: Omaha, Omaha, what
0: I'm going to do, and I'm still going to do it. I don't know Um, why
2: he's not tried his hand at like being an offensive coordinator or something because he would just be. Because he's making, hands o- he's making, he's making money too hands much money doing hands other business. stuff that's Something easier and doesn't involve
0: else. that much yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Same yeah. reason Tony Romo's not coaching somewhere. Like, guy knows football. I mean, yeah. I think that's clear, but he's making millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, you think Tom Brady's going to work out on a booth? Ugh. Like, he's already got the contract.
2: I think there's too many people that don't like him. Because you, you have to have a certain amount of, of yeah, yeah, likability. To be a, a, you know, I
1: don't like him.
2: To be in that position. And yeah, too many people can't stand him. Are
0: you one of those people? Can you not stand Tom Brady?
2: You know the answer to that question.
1: I don't even <laughs> like his cologne
2: put No, I do not like Tom Brady. I do not either. I respect all. him, though. Oh, I respect everything Got to he's respect done. Him. Um, but yeah, it's tiring. man, get if, out of here. If Denver, some like just, you know, bizarro world out there, Denver ended up. With Tom Brady as a quarterback, I, I think I'd have to take a break from being a fan for a year or two until he's gone. You're a liar. I don't know. You're it would be so hard to swallow that. You'd be so excited. That. You'd be like, Super no, Bowl, baby. No, I would baby. never be excited. We're
1: going
0: to the Super Bowl. We have Tom Brady and a decent much. football team around, and we're
2: going to the Super Bowl. It's too much. I don't know. Uh,
0: I do not like Tom Brady. I, I'm not a fan of his at all. He suits up with a star on his helmet. I'm I'm excited. Uh, you know, <laughs> really? It gives. Hey, whatever gives you the best chance of hoisting a trophy in February, and Tom Brady, whether you like him or not, you have to admit he gives you a better chance.
2: I mean, he's got the you know he's got the the record to prove it, but still. Uh, no, thank you.
0: One other football story um, that I just saw today that I think is worth mentioning. If you are a fan of football in Texas and you've never read, uh, Dave Campbell's magazine that comes out, uh, in the summer, every year, you're doing yourself a disservice. It is tons of football
2: information, high
0: school, college, and NFL information.
2: That's Campbell, like the soup, right? Not Campo, like the coach. Campbell,
0: Campbell. Dave Campbell's Mm -hmm. Texas football, uh, weekly. You can subscribe on their website. Um, great place to get football information. Um, if you're a fan of football in Texas and you're not paying attention to Dave Campbell, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. Well, uh, saw today in a press release that the cover of the uh, the, the big magazine that comes out in um, the summer is going to carry one Jeff Trailer along with the new head coach up in Texas Tech. And I'm not, uh, I'm not sure, I can't remember, McGuire, I think is his name. Uh, why is that important? Because they get one opportunity a year um, with this big magazine to point to a story that's going to be relevant throughout the rest of the next season of football. And they've decided Jeff Trailer, the head coach of the UTSA Roadrunners, is that story that they want to point at. Wow. wow. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's, That's a huge. big deal because there's huge. a lot in Texas football. There are There is a lot. There are high school kids that have been on the cover of those magazines. There are NFL guys that have been on the cover of those magazines. They make that decision of who they're going to point to, and they pointed to Jeff Trailer and uh, McGuire. I think his name's is Joey McGuire. Uh, over at Texas Tech, two really good football coaches that have really good programs um, coming out this year. Um, that's big news for UTSA football um, because yeah. it, it's not Steve Sarkeesian.
2: It's not Jimbo Fisher. It's Jeff Trailer. That's pretty cool. That is good for him. He's going to have his work cut out for him this next season. Yep. James checking in, former defensive coordinator of
0: the San Antonio Gunslingers, and he's confused why his name is getting bandied about. <laughs> We were talking about uh, the need for somebody to manage defense for the San Antonio Gunslingers. Several of the folks that have been listening and, and uh, spending some time with us have tossed your name out there as somebody they would like to see maybe manage the defense for the Gunslingers. You've if done they're that. looking for someone. You've done that we before. We don't know
2: that if they are or not, but
0: yep. You've done that before. Um, we suggested so they should be. That was a name that got bandied about. Um, I don't know. Is that something that interests you there, James? Would that be something that you would uh, you would entertain? Maybe we can put this deal together right here on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, so that's a big deal for San Antonio football. Yeah. Uh, and as you see that hit the newsstands here near the end of summer, um, just recognize that that's a big deal for UTSA football because there's lots of stories around Texas football that they could go with. Um and they've chose to highlight uh, Jeff Trailer and what he did last year winning a conference USA title and what they expect to happen this year. Um, when uh, I think you're gonna see more from U T S A I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be they're gonna have another they've, similar sort of season. I think they're going to set themselves up.
2: They've lost some key pieces, but that's why I say he's gonna have his work, you know, cut out for him. But um he's shown that he's really good at recruiting. So, getting the talent, so
0: big piece that they lost that everybody kind of looks at and goes, Man, they lost that guy. Is sincere McCormick. God, yeah. To the
2: Raiders. Sincere uh, McCormick is going
0: to be in Raiders camp.
2: Ah, I didn't think about hurts. that. I, that really hurt when he saw, I heard he was going to Seattle. Yeah. And I was like, Good for him. And then a day later, Nope, never mind. He's going to Las Vegas. And I was like,
0: Why? So, <laughs> the guys that are in the know, and there's some guys that follow uh, and, and cover UTSA football, um, have said, that the running back room that they have put together post sincere McCormick might be the most stacked running back room they've ever seen in college football. Wow. Good. So um, it will be sad to not think about number three, running the ball for the UTSA Roadrunners. runners. But um, if these guys are right, and these guys know what they're talking about, if these guys are right. Um, we may not be suffering very long, before we have a running game that matches what Sincere was able to do with the ball.
2: There's somebody out there, one guy that I think that would probably say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about to those guys because he likes to do that. But that's all I'll say about that.
0: <laughs> I uh, I am shocked that Sincere McCormick and Hunter DuPlessis um, did not get uh, – kickers are different. Yes. Yeah. But but the fact that neither of those guys got drafted I um, just kind of shocked me. I would yeah. love to, you know –
1: That would have been
0: great. Hunter DeBlessis belongs in the NFL. Like, he's a good kicker. Um, He'll get a shot. And he will. Um, Even, what's his name, Cameron Dicker out of Texas, who's also a good kicker, um, did not get drafted, I I believe. I don't think.
2: No, I don't think he got drafted, Um, no. He might be in a camp somewhere, but, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And and the cornerback, what was his name? Uh, He's in Seattle now. Uh, uh, Wisdom?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rashad Wisdom. God, good player. Really good player.
2: I was surprised Number more of those
0: guys. Chart. Yeah. I was surprised more of those guys did not get drafted. drafted. We did see some UTSA drafts, but uh, I, I, I expected more. Certainly McCormick um, and Rashad Wisdom. would have Yeah. Been nice so that's football. That's football around San Antonio because we do all of that um, some XFL talk, some NFL talk, some college football talk, yeah. um, gunslingers talk. And, and, and it all comes back around to what we really. Are here to talk about because um, in just a few days, we get to go back into the Freeman Coliseum. That's right. Yep. We get to watch the San Antonio Gunslingers get their first win of the season. Saturday afternoon, 2 uh, o'clock. 2, two o'clock. o'clock. Against the Albany Empire. Um, how great would it be if we to were? finish off the first half of the season with a win over the champions?
1: Yes, that'd be amazing. That'd be
2: a a great step. Yes, like for
0: sure. Like 0-5 stinks. Yeah. But... It certainly sets up for an exciting second half of the season. And look, yeah,
2: makes a statement.
0: Here's the thing: I've already seen people talking about. Well, obviously, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Look, is the deck stacked against them? Slightly. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. They're zero and five. But there are six teams in this league. Four of them go to the playoffs. It is nobody is mathematically eliminated from
1: anything yet.
0: Not yet. Um,
1: there's always a chance.
0: There's always a chance, and if you sneak into that fourth spot, you never know. You can win it all.
1: You never know.
0: the The first key is making the playoffs, right? Um, now, is that door is the door closing tighter
2: and tighter every week? <laughs> it's yeah. getting there, yeah. Really, it absolutely
0: is. Um, but if you can put a win together here against the champions, the Gunslingers are not that far off.
2: They've been competitive in every game this this season. Except at, that as Carolina an expansion game. team, except one, yes. Uh
0: but they they are a handful of plays away from being four and one.
2: Am I, am I wrong? Yeah, I no, mean right. or at least, yeah, four and one or at least three and two. I mean they're yeah. they were they're close. You know, it doesn't count except for you know hand grenades and horseshoes, right. like they say. But Absolutely. Uh
0: the record is what it is, but in an alternate universe somewhere. Um, they could be three and two or four and one. It could uh, be. Um, and what that means is, if they're that close, there's no reason that they couldn't rip off um, a handful of wins here, going down to the end and and make and and vie for that final playoff
3: spot. They can.
0: Now I did notice something. I mentioned this to you guys earlier, but I haven't mentioned it on the show, and I gotta say it. Um, it has officially been a full calendar year. Mm. Since the San Antonio Gunslingers were in the win column. Wow. Ouch. A whole Ouch. year. they are wow. going to change
1: that this weekend, though. Yeah, we got we well, to change it. We have to change it.
0: The last win the San Antonio Gunslingers had as a franchise was March. I'm not March. May hey. 24th, uh, 2021, over the Mississippi Raiders in the Rose Palace. Um, then two weeks later, we went up to North Texas and lost the game there in North Texas. And then, of course, we know what this season has been. So, yeah. Uh, it has officially been a full calendar year since the San Antonio gunslingers were in the wind column. But we will fix that on Saturday, Saturday.
1: at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock.
0: When they go on up against the Albany Empire. And, by the way, I've, I've let this go to this point because there's been no reason to mention this. But can I say, what a stupid name for a football team. The Empire? The Empire?
1: I don't
2: hate it. I don't hate it either. I mean. I, what is that?
0: What is that?
1: Like the Empire State Building? I just, no, I, I, it's okay. the Empire State, and I get all of that. Yeah. The Empire? I don't hate it.
2: Yeah, they're they're. I, they're I, after it, after I the, do the not m- like it.
0: Now, part of that is they could have been the Firebirds. Alt- Albany in the uh, arena football was the Albany Firebirds and I like that. Like that. That's a thing. That's something.
2: Well, that me. pulls at, me, at the nerd side of me, though. When you talk about Star Wars and the Empire, like yeah, but they don't do that. Especially since I'm not rooting like, for them.
0: I I don't. I maybe they use the 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 uh, the Empire March. Yeah. I, I sure hope they. That do. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. But I just Albany Empire. It's,
2: it 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 feels like me. they're
0: forcing it a little too much. Like come up with something else. What do you call your players? Like Robert Kent Jr. is a gunslinger. What do you what do you call what do you call uh Cast Castanova? No,
2: what's his name? Castronova. Yeah.
0: That's They're, a good question. I hadn't
2: thought about that. He's the Empire quarterback. Yeah, yeah he's an emperor. emperor. No. No. Imperial. An Imperial. In, an imperial. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> an imperial. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that actually. Uh, the Imperial.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean what do you call it? Like just it doesn't work. It feels like they're forcing it. I do get the Empire State thing. New York is the Empire State. Albany is the capital in New York. I understand that.
1: You just don't like it. I just don't like it. Okay. I don't like it.
0: It. I had the same issue last year with like the Austin Wild. I'm like,
1: yeah, I don't like. Oh this. yeah, I didn't like them. I do not love that.
2: But just think about that. Like, uh, any the the offensive linemen, they could say, you know, I was an imperial guard, <laughs> <laughs> and it's accurate. It's true. Yeah. You make a good point.
0: Maybe I need to rethink this, but I'm just. I'm not, <laughs> and their logo, like I don't get the whole shield logo thing. I, I just, I don't like the whole thing. I don't like the whole field.
1: Well, you can tell them on, on Saturday. I will.
0: Okay. I'll make sure I, I head over their their bench and be like, there you hey.
1: Go. We don't like your name.
0: I just don't get it. I don't understand it, and I don't like it.
2: You know what they are? They're stormtroopers. The team name is the Empire, and the players are the stormtroopers. There you go. From salt. So they miss all the time? I don't know. <laughs> well, they will this Saturday.
3: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, all, all joking aside, Albany's a good football team. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are probably the second best team in the league right now um, behind Carolina. And uh, putting up a win against them would be no small feat. No. But I have no reason to think that the gunslingers can't do it. Oh, we can do it. Um, they got to get over this hump at some point. It, it's, they're just begging for a win at this point. Like
2: They need a win. They know it. They're hungry for a win. And I bet they're pretty pissed off over the last game. Oh, last couple of I days. mean, if we're upset. Right. right. I can't imagine those guys who, you know, were actually out there. Playing. Putting, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into all of this. Right. It's got to be eating at them. So, we may see some results on Saturday that, that – uh, That might surprise us or not surprise us, but uh, get us kind of pumped.
0: So, Saturday, two o'clock at the Joe Freeman Coliseum. Uh Uh, Isn't it the Henry and Joe Freeman? Anyway. (laughs) No? um, no? Uh,
2: I don't know.
1: Henry?
0: Yeah. I think there's another name in there too. I don't think so. Okay. Harry. Uh, Joe Freeman Coliseum. Come out, bring a friend. Bring Two. four, bring definitely. Eight. Tell um, some people
2: to get their butts out there because that's what we need, or we won't be talking about them for much longer. Right.
0: I mean, we—it's just the facts. We've we've talked about this before, but there is no reason um, for their, for ownership to keep doing this with no return. I, that's a hard truth, but if they're not seeing San Antonio get behind it. There's no reason for them to continue to invest in it. Um, so get out there. It's a great time. It's, an, it's a fun experience.
1: It's air-conditioned. Yeah. much with all this heat.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like 105 on Saturday yeah. at 2 o'clock. Exactly. 2 to 4 o'clock is the hotter part of the day. Come in to the Freeman where they have air conditioning. Cross your fingers. And if they don't, John Wayne will get the air conditioner. That's true. I mean, He's it's John Wayne. John Wayne. That's right. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, come on out, bring a friend, bring two, bring five, come out early,
2: and tailgate?
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, I'll bring shots. There you go. Jello shots.
2: Well, Lily's and I will be there. She took the day off because of the time change, so. Nice. Yeah.
0: Oh, because of the game. I was like, does the clock change this uh, week, too?
3: From
2: no, no, to the
0: 2. game time change. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will probably be rolling in right as the game starts. I'm actually going to be in McAllen. That morning, so I'm driving back up to San Antonio, dropping off the family, and then heading out to uh, the Freeman Coliseum. So Go I'll ahead. probably be showing up right about game time. Okay. But uh, I'll be there. Nice. And you'll be there. I will be there. And you'll be there. I'll be there. And okay. you'll be there.
1: That's right.
0: All of you people um, that are listening right now or that are watching on Facebook, you're going to be there, too.
1: I, I just want to say one thing because I know we're wrapping up. Yep. Um not many people know this, but I did live in Uvalde for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. So I just wanted to acknowledge that we are definitely saying prayers for Uvalde. And um, that's all I'm going to say, To just keep them in your prayers.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Dan, I'll go a step further and say I'm tired of this. Yeah. I don't even care anymore which side's right and which side's wrong. Let's just fix it. Something needs to be done. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am a big believer that like, let's do it all. Right. I mean, let's let's ban certain types of weapons and let's arm teachers. Not one or the other. Let's do it all. Right. Whatever it takes. Um, let's, let's do what it takes to keep kids safe in school. And, and, and other- if that's a if that's a radical sort of thing for me to say, gosh, I can't believe Phillips getting political. I'm not. Keeping kids safe is not a political thing. No. It's- like I don't care what way we do it. Do it. It's got to be done, yes. Um, um, just keep kids safe. And if that means we got to do all of the above, I'm down. Let's go.
1: And they spend uh-huh. so much money on this star testing, you know. I've not seen one kid yet be saved by the star. We need to work on protecting these children.
0: Yeah, in whatever way it happens. Like, I, I you know... Lock all the doors and arm the teachers and ban the weapons and
1: let's do it all. It's not just one solution. Let's
0: do every bit of it. Yeah. If it means the difference between keeping kids safe and uh, allowing them to go to school. like I've said this uh, privately to a couple of people. I have a daughter that just graduated high school. Her goal, her dream is to be a fourth grade teacher, which means the rest of my life when these things happen my heart is going to jump in my throat. There is never going to be a time that these things do not affect me Mm -hmm. because I'm going to have a daughter that's in a school. We were joking the other day. She's got a brand new car. We're driving around San Antonio and she's pointing out this person that's doing the wrong thing, driving and that person that didn't use their turn signal. And they're in a turn only lane, but they're going straight. And she goes, man, maybe I shouldn't be a teacher. Maybe I should be a cop. And I'm like, well, you get to carry a gun either way. Um, It's sad that this is where we're at, and it's sad that that we're the only place that these kind of things happen on a regular basis. Insane. I mean, there was a huge mass shooting uh, yesterday in uh, Nigeria. Terrible. But uh, those things happen here on a regular basis, and that's just not the way it should be. Yep. And so I'm not trying to get political. I don't want to get political. I don't think either side has the answer 100% right. No. I think we should do it all. It's not about politics in no, this case. No, it can't no. be. Mm-mm. It's about keeping kids and teachers safe um, and keeping people in grocery stores safe and keeping people, you know, like
3: church do them
0: I- all, yeah. like
2: do all the things. There ought to be multiple things that can get done that whatever side of the fence you stand on, on all these issues, um, it it makes sense to you because- yeah, the it it that it's about keeping our children, our population, you know, especially children, safe at a place as you know, ordinary daily activities as a school where they it's just it's ridiculous, if, it's and if heartbreaking.
0: It, if it can happen in Uvalde, happen and anywhere. it can happen in Sutherland Springs, and it can happen in Santa Fe. Um, buffalo, las vegas, like i can continue to list places. there's mm-hmm. nowhere that's safe anymore. Mm. nope. like Uvalde is yep. one schools. of those communities that you're like, well this will never happen here. Yeah. it happens
2: here. schools, churches, grocery stores, it's yeah. Enough um, is enough. change has to change has to happen one way or the other but change. and something. all the
0: way. Like, like like i'm serious. let's do it all. um i it, not that side's plan or that side's plan. Both. I'm down for both. Um, if it means that we can fix this, I'm down for both. Um, so that's our little rant on yeah, that. Sorry about that. But. No, you're fine. No, it's okay. It's something that needs to be said. Um, and I know that that's not normally what we cover, but I got an opinion and I got a microphone, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, if that's a reason that you stop listening to the show, God, that stinks. Um, but I'll stand behind what I just said forever. Like, Fix it. I don't care how. Just fix it. Um, but when it comes to football, when it comes to football in the arena, we have a message.
3: We sure yep. do.
0: We have a message for the sharks who swam away, who who, who escaped uh, the Shark Tank just last week by the skin of their fin, That's by the true. skin of their teeth. Get mm-hmm. it? Um, we've got a message for the predators out in Orlando. We've got a message for the Lions in the jungles of Columbus, um, Georgia. Yeah, very jungle <laughs> place there in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, we've got a message for um, the Empire in Albany. Especially for the Empire in Albany. Because when it comes to football in the arena, the 2-1-0 has got something to say.
1: Bang, bang.